Hello, my dears. My name is Joanna and I welcome you to the Johanna Takonis, the Deconstruction of CPDSD podcast. In this episode, we will talk about shame. First, as something that makes your everyday hard. Then in the next episode, we move on to deeper into the topic of shame until we get to shame as a trigger core. It is a topic that keeps lips sealed and wounds open and helps the tormentor as a useful tool. So it is important that we talk about it. Before we even start this episode, I want to say that no one deserves to be humiliated and shamed. Especially if they confess something that is a deep wound to them. Shame is important for a mistake we did and shouldn't have done. It is in our responsibility to act then accordingly and try to make up for what we did wrong but it also sadly is used as a tool. While I was communicating with several people with PTSD via chats and forums, one topic kept coming up. Shame. In several types and shapes. Maybe as a tool used, a form of punishment, or just as a side effect. We are going to start from small to big. That means... We first talk about shame, about your current situation, and then shame about telling it to someone in this episode. Then in the next episode, we talk about shame because of the reactions, then shame about what you did, and then shame about what happened to you. After that, we will probably talk about how shame is used as a message to silence people. I think I will hit close to home with shame about your current situation, if you are affected by PTSD. Even though it is usually not your fault, as PTSD tends to completely change your life. It is bad enough as it is, but it is even worse when you see everyone moving forward and you are kind of standing still. The worst part for me was I actually couldn't even give a good reason. It is hard to put in words what happens during the healing phase. So actually the honest answer to what are you doing so was, I don't know. The question about that was one part why I stopped meeting strangers. So later I settled with, I am recovering from a severe illness. Which took me longer than I want to admit to come up with. When you have basically nothing to do, because you can't, you also have a lot of time about thinking how miserable you are at the moment. Which makes it all just worse. So I feel you. Strongly. But it isn't your fault. You are sick. Sadly not visible so. An open wound you can show around and people can see the progress. But with PTSD? What can they see? I filled the dishwasher twice this week? Rather not. You might even remember a time when you could do more and can offer no explanation why you can't anymore. It is like you're walking in a storm, as if it isn't hard enough to move at all. You occasionally get hit by something that the storm brought out of nowhere. I would like to remind everyone to remember, if they can, 
the last time they recovered from something big, like an operation, mourning, severe illness and the like. You were just exhausted and done. The same applies here. I know how hard it is, but take your time. You have such limited amounts of energy in your state that if you move too fast, you just get exhausted and your symptoms will get worse. Your life story is your own. You don't need to compare it to anyone. Just to yourself. Don't think about what the others can do and you can't. But what you've done in the last months to years. You don't know the other person's life. Think about the person you know best and how you little you still know about them. How can you value the lives of others by a brief glimpse of their life? Studies have shown that women who regularly look into fashion magazines are more unhappy with their body and it harms their mental health. Social media also spreads unhappiness because of the constant comparing and some other things. As people see a glimpse of the other person's life and think they are living the perfect life. I recommend finding people to talk with or chat with, especially online has a lot of opportunities. Often with people in similar situations who usually respect privacy. It can also be so helpful to have someone to talk to about anything. Also this gives you your positive experiences and feedback, also very valuable. Your life might be in the need of improving, but you are working on it, and that is all anyone can ask of you. There is absolutely no reason for you to feel ashamed. You get where you want to go, one step at a time. Another thing many struggle with is to tell anyone what is happening or the recent situation. They are often too ashamed about what happened and what the reaction will be. To the second part we get soon. But first let us focus on being too ashamed to tell anyone. It is no surprise. Having a trauma is like a defeat. It is not something you want to spread and make everyone aware of. Secondly, there is often the doubt. Did it really happen? Am I imagining things? Am I sure I'm not being overly traumatic? Maybe that is a problem everyone had and it's no big deal. Especially if ridicule was part of the traumatic experience or growing up. Speaking up can become this insane hurdle that makes speaking about it almost impossible. It is like the lips are sealed. And no matter how much you shout from the inside, you just don't seem to be able to get it out. It is something very hard to unlearn. But first, before we get into the why, let's make one thing crystal clear. You don't have to tell anyone anything you don't want to. We talked about that in communicating PTSD with family members. It is perfectly fine for you to say that you are recovering from your illness or that you can't work for health reasons. If anyone wants details, say you are uncomfortable to disclose them. I think you might be surprised how well that works. You don't own anyone anything. 
not an explanation, nor do you need to justify yourselves. Your house is your private thing. Secondly, you are doing nothing shameful. Why is it shameful to tell anyone about it? You have the right as much as anyone else to say what is waiting on your soul. They have no right to talk down to you for it. You are not being stupid, arrogant, selfish or any other word they use to silence you. Why would you be? The only people who would want you to remain silent are the ones harming you. Those who care, care about how the other's feelings are and care about their well-being. You have a voice and it is your right to speak as much as does everyone else. Your voice is as important as is everyone else. Why wouldn't it be? You are as important as everybody else. I apologize for the shorter episode and presumably my voice. I am not sure what I caught, but it is really hard to get rid of and is very disruptive. Besides that, most residents of my building complex and the neighboring ones are coming back, as they are mostly students and the semester is starting very soon. I rather enjoy being surrounded by them, as they have a pretty much live and let live philosophy and shrug just with their shoulders if they see me behaving uncommonly. They aren't really behaving commonly or typical as well. They just started living on their own. And it's a wonderful thing to watch. So I have to admit, listen to some of their worries or thoughts when I walk past them to go with my dog are rather amusing to me. Oh my dear, it feels like a century when I was in their shoes. I wish them the best for their path and journey. That was it for today's episode. Next week we get deeper into this topic and I hope it helped you get insight and be at least a bit freed of the sort of shame. If you have any questions or feedback and the like, please let me know at contactme at johannatraconis.com More information and transcripts you can find as usually under johannatraconis.com slash podcast and links are in the description. I hope to see you next time. Watch yourselves and have a wonderful time.